0: All right, we're looking good. You no, know, I just get stressed looking out good.
1: sometimes with the counting. Love you.
0: Yeah. All right, one, two, gentlemen, three, you guys hey. are looking good. Everyone ready? I love yes, you. Sir. Love you so much. All right, much. count us in. Three, two, one. All right, everybody, welcome to the No Roof Podcast. Woo-woo. I am your main host. I am Abel. I am the happy warrior, and I am Choo And I have Washington. my co-host over here. I have Rafa, the warrior chief. Let's we call go. him Chaba.
1: Come on, and so ch- I'm Chaba, No, no you're, you're Choo, Choo, Choo Choo. No, no, you're Chaba, I'm Choo Choo. And together we're Chaba, Chaba Choo Choo. Choo, Choo. Choo. Hey. We have a, a
0: very special guest. Before we introduce him, I just want to show some of his product. So he has his own coffee company, and it's called Nima Cafe. And look at this beautiful thing. Come on, so, man. Well,
1: we got to hold all our cubs. We got to yeah. hold all our cups. So, so
0: today we're going to talk about Woo! dreams and business Woo! and really, you know, if we're made in the image of God, each one Ooh. of us is creative, yes? Come on. Each one of us is supposed to live oh, out a yeah. dream. and i'll say this we're supposed to do something not easy come on like he wants us to rely on him Mm. so uh before we go into uh our, our our main event here let's go with that intro All right, welcome back. So, yeah. our our uh, guest today, our special guest, uh, I'm just gonna say his name. Let's welcome Papa K, everybody. Papa K, Come on, Papa and yo, K. K. that is his real name. That is his yes, real yes, name. Yes, that is yes. Yes. his real name. When I first met you, I was like, wow, <laughs> stage name from birth. Like, yeah. this guy's got dreams already.
1: So, mm-hmm. when I first met you, I was like, why is everybody just messing with me? Is right? Because I'm, I'm I'm new here. Like, because I just met Jesus.
2: I remember uh, this one pastor thought it was my rapper name actually. <laughs> yeah.
0: How, how many times when you meet people do people go? Is that your real name? Pretty much every time. Is it like yeah. a guarantee hundred percent? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent.
2: You know, <laughs> I've I've learned to actually like really, really love it. Actually, let me tell you a story. So yeah, yeah, go for when it. I was freshman, uh, um, in freshman, um, when I was a freshman in high school, on the first day of school, I almost got a referral because of my name why yeah so my science teacher right you know how when they do attendance they usually start from the top down right Right, 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 right. so they started from the bottom up and uh i I just i just had some clowns in my class and so they were saying like oh like white lightning you know black thunder and whatnot (laughs) and so like it got to me and i'm like papa k and so she's just like uh you know tell me your real name or like you're gonna go to the office i'll write you up and i'm just like uh you My know,
1: name can, is Papa K. Papa K, you know. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Because I tell you, I passed that class with an A, and I, like, barely did nothing in it. But Yo, let's know. go.
1: It's because you're a genius, man. I love that. Come on, let's go. And, uh, and just real quick, just what are some things that you love to do? I, we all know that you can play the big drums and little miniature drums. Somebody gave you a gift uh, during Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you play drums, bass, you right? Them. Guitar?
0: Bass, uh, A
2: little bit of bass. Um, my main instrument is the piano. Yes. Um, I learned the, drum first, the drums first, and then I went to the piano. Um, I learned the guitar. And I can play the bass. I wouldn't say I'm a bass player, but like I just like dibble dabble. You can hang, um, dibble dabble. I can hang. And then I guess now I have just been I guess singing a lot more. And,
1: yeah, I was gonna say you sing, you mm-hmm. sing as well.
2: Yep, I also audio engineer and produce. Yes, and you um, audio
1: engineer produce. I
2: actually love audio engineering more than I love producing, which is kind of you know. That's what's, awesome. wait,
0: what's the difference? Uh,
2: producing is kind of like the.
0: Is that making the beats?
2: Yeah, like making the beats or making the tracks or whatnot. The audio engineering is the one that's pressing, like the record, mixing, mastering, okay. that kind of like. So technical, they're the technical. one that make
1: it sound really good. Exactly. They
0: make it they re- make sound the really They make the finished good. product. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Wow, totally that's sound amazing. Fun. And you started your own business, right? Yes, so, yes, yes. Nima, right? Like, that's amazing. We love our mugs, by the way. Thank I you. I can't wait to take my wife's mug, even though it looks exactly <laughs> What? same. Right. Mine's, uh,
0: I got Midnight. What did you get, Rafa?
1: Uh, White Lightning. White no. Lightning. <laughs> is it Oak? What is oak, the oak, oak one? It's right. <laughs> <laughs> Close. I was so close. I like it. I like them a lot. I feel so fancy. I was going to tell you something, Papa. I forgot what it was. I had a question for you. But go ahead. Oh, oh, what are we taking the roof off today? Charlie? Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: All right. So we, we're, we, call, we call this. The No Roof Podcast. and I decided to call it the No Roof Podcast. And roof meaning religion. Okay. And like to us. Religion is anything that sucks the life and joy out of the room. That's right. Yeah. You know, Psalm 1611 is one of my favorite verses where it says, In his presence is fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. Mm. And so in our last episode, we kind of broke down religious words that we've made unfun. Words like holy, righteousness. Mm-hmm. You know, if his presence is fullness of joy, you know, I believe he's in a good mood. Yeah. I, that's what I believe. That's what I believe. So what we want to do is kind of take... take uh, Take things that the world has made unfun, or even I'll say the church has made unfun. That's right. And make it real. Right. Our job is to make God tangible and real. Because he's supposed to be real instead of just an imaginary friend. So you're someone who's a dreamer, you're an entrepreneur, and you started this business called Nima Cafe. Yes. Now, I believe there's more people in this world that have dreams but are not walking them out. Mm -hmm. So how did it start for you? Like, what was it about coffee? How did you... Wh- why coffee? So, I remember you had PK's Kitchen. Is that still a thing?
2: It is still a thing. So, PK's Kitchen is the LLC, um, and so NEMA is actually a branch
0: of PK's Kitchen. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what was it about coffee? What, what, I mean, because, you, dude, you've got mugs. you got... <laughs> yeah. uh, what's going on? Something's been released... I think this Friday. Yeah, this Friday.
2: Actually, I'm I'm releasing my bean collection.
1: Is this your beans right here?
2: It is, yes, sir. Oh my
1: gosh, yo, Colombia beans. Yep, you work so with Pablo,
2: I have. uh <laughs> yeah. I have Colombian beans. I have Nicaraguan beans. I have uh, Guatemalan beans. Guatemala. And I have an espresso roast.
1: Wow, that yep. is awesome.
2: Yep, yep. Can I keep
1: this bag or is this you like? Can. No way. Yeah, that's why. Oh I'm man, <laughs> somebody call my wife. All right, all right. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry. So
0: we we got to I I got to know like. We all have dreams what, mm-hmm. what what caused you to first step out and actually invest and like what were the steps um,
2: I guess I can start from the beginning um, in around two thousand and seventeen, I was doing a lot of driving I was driving from richmond virginia to maryland virginia pretty much every weekend wow. And that's like a two and a half three hour drive that's um a lot of, yeah. monday mornings i would wake up around 3 three thirty to get to richmond by um six so that i can get to work by seven were
0: commuting to richmond yeah that's yeah okay.
2: um well i was in richmond and i would come back to uh maryland and virginia to help my dad with his church right wow. um and then monday mornings i'll drive back to richmond for work so, therefore, I needed coffee or something to keep me awake, <laughs> you know, and um, I, I've never been a huge fan of energy drinks, and so yeah. I would get different kinds of coffee. Um, then I started to realize, I was like, it might not be the healthiest thing, but I just need something that's stronger because, you know, just the regular gas station coffees wasn't really doing it for me. Right. From that place, um, I kind of learned to really um, love just great quality coffee, mm. just not just a... Average Joe, just, you right. know. Right. So,
0: so you were having it enough to where you can tell a difference. Right, right. Like, I don't think I drink it enough where I can, like, tell. But that's why I have Rafa. <laughs> so he's training me now. <laughs> and true. now because of Rafa, he loves coffee, too. For the first time in my life, I'm drinking black coffee. Come on. Which Oof. I've never done. So yeah. I, I I, drench it yeah. with yeah. cream and sugar. Mm-hmm. And I need two hands to stir. <laughs> mm-hmm. because how much sugar So I the do. crazy
2: <laughs> thing about coffee is if if it's a um, really great quality bean and quality roast um, the actual black coffee tastes really really good That's on true. its own and it's you can actually start to taste the natural flavors um, right. and so actually in those different kinds of um, beans and, and whatnot you can actually lose some of the actual grape flavor by putting more creamer and putting more like sugar wow. and stuff in it
0: so how did you learn this? So you're driving, you're having coffee mm-hmm. every day, so you're, you're, you've tried the 7-Eleven, you've mm-hmm. tried the Starbucks. you tried mm-hmm. Wawa's?
2: Tried the Wawa's, tried oh. the Sheets.
0: Okay, I gotta I got ask you then, the, out of all the coffee places that people quickly get, how would you rank them? Um, the okay. Pop, you know, the popular ones. The popular the ones. The 7-Eleven, the Starbucks, <laughs> the Wawa's. I might get a lot of sl- uh,
2: flack for this, but, it's you know, okay, Starbucks, no Starbucks in my book is actually like, maybe like a four or five. Oh. Amen, I, you know I agree. I, it's not... It's okay, bitter, I, right? Okay. Is it bitter? Let me tell you why. I'm not a fan of it. Let me tell you why. So Starbucks, right? Um, because they're such a huge brand, in order for them to reach consistency around the world, they actually have to burn their beans.
1: Whoa! You see what I mean? That makes sense. Why that it makes sense so much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like with their coffee, I'm like, I'll pour the creamer and look away.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> like I'm <Yo>. still. It's <laughs> right. true. I'm really sad when I go to Starbucks. My wife is like, I'm getting a matcha grite latte, whipped, not stirred, <laughs> with a cherry on top, upside down. You know, and I'm like, all right, I got to pass this test. That's a you whole know other language. Mean? And all I'm right. like, give me a black Americano <laughs> that tastes burnt, you know. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, $30 later, I'm I'm sad. Yeah. That's so there are four and
0: a five. Who's your top then?
2: Uh, my top is actually, there is a place in Bristol, Virginia called Cuppy Coffee. Cubby. And they are amazing. You okay. know what I mean? And I think it's a lot of the... Um, a lot of the regular uh, – I wouldn't even say regular. Just a lot of the um, mom – or, or what's it called? Mom and pop like shops. Shop. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like mom and pop shops that their uh, their beans are just way more quality because they're freshly roast. Some of them roast some right. daily, right. weekly, you know what I mean, um, versus the big brands where their beans could be sitting on a shelf for like, um, you know, four or five months before it gets to wow. you, you know.
0: All right. So you have all these coffee places. So there's obviously like a lot of competition. So – you're driving back and forth, mm-hmm. trying this coffee. What was the next step? What was it like? Okay, maybe I should throw my hat in the ring because that that's a big ring. Yeah. Like, like there's tons of coffee places. Right. So, so what was it?
2: For me, I just figured if um, – well, I'll say this. like, I just developed a love for coffee. Okay. And so anytime I would travel out of town, I would always go to the best coffee shops in that town okay. and try their coffee. Um, and so what I'm really big on is pursuing your passions and pursuing what you love, right? And so I'm just like, okay, well, if you love coffee, then, you know, you love mugs. So I actually started <laughs> with the mugs because right. I was like, if you need to drink coffee, you need to have something to drink the coffee in. That's right. You know what I mean? So I started with the mugs. Um, what really got me into um, the whole um, beans and, and, and wanted to sell the beans was just the fact that I, I love it you know what I mean That's and awesome. i just figured why why not make a a business um, and turn my passion or hobby into a business that other people can enjoy That's amazing. um and then when I think about it, it's the market is, I guess, huge. But when you think about coffee drinkers, once they love a brand, yeah, they stick leaving. with the brand. True. That's true. You know what I mean? Um, and so that's why I was just like, I'm comfortable. You know, I see the big picture. I see the vision. And so I'm just like, I'm just going to pursue it. Um, you know, and, and I would say, like, I feel so much peace about it. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I have to, like, strive. I don't feel like I have to, like, stress. You know what I mean? I just feel like I just have to be and just do.
1: That is really good. That is really good. Well, I I think, too, the topic for tonight was we're trying to take the the roof off uh, expansion, Right, like I think something big that Pastor Abel has been teaching me is just if you stay stand, in a standstill or comfortable, you actually start to slide back. Right. But the minute you start expanding, you start finding these promises and upgrades that God has for you. But I think one of the hardest parts for me is like how can you expand? And you said the word strive, right? So like how mm-hmm. do you expand and not strive? Like what what does strive even mean?
2: Well, to me, striving is trying to force something to work,
0: gotcha. right? Wow. Trying to That's good
2: trying trying to trying to make it happen right versus just like taking it day by day um seeing so i actually learned this from an entrepreneur called Gary Vee mm. so um a lot of people they see life in a situational lens versus like a, uh, the lens of like vision. Right. Yeah. And there's this thing called, there's a macro perspective and there's a micro perspective. right. right? So the macro is the big picture. The micro is the small picture. If I can see the macro, which is the vision, which is the big picture, then I can take the micro, which is the day to day steps. Right. And if, one day is a bad day. It's not really a loss because I'm still, like, I'm still, like, conquering those days. And all of those days adding up is actually a win because, like, I didn't give up.
1: Wow, that's you so know? beautiful. Um, man.
2: And so I think that's really how to kind of expand is to see the vision, write out your steps um, to reach the vision. <laughs> And just you know, day by day, um, you know. And if if one day, if if you take a a hit one day, um, and it might not be the best day, right? It's fine because you learn from it, right? So and good. so it's just the the accumulation of all of that stuff, which is where you get knowledge, wisdom, experience. And so now the next time um, you try to do that same thing, you're not going to fail because you learn from it.
0: So good. Okay, I got a question That's for you. Bapa. So so for your vision, what what like ten years from now or twenty, thirty? What what is the big macro for um, the Nima Cafe. What do you see? Are Um, we allowed to know? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like I'm,
2: I'm very big on transparency. So my vision for Nima is um, one is I want to build the brand, Um, and so I want the brand to be more like lifestyle, motivational. really helping people to achieve their dreams and their visions. So this is um, outside coffee itself. Right. It's not just coffee. Now. Right, exactly. So just the brand itself. But I do see myself owning different, um, like, brick-and-mortar buildings and having like, an actual coffee shop. There you go. Um, you know, whether it's a mobile mobile coffee card or, like, an actual, like, brick-and-mortar. Um, and actually, you know, I'm, I'm – I'm, I wouldn't say I'm in the works, but, like, um, I'm trying to put the vision together for it so, so I can good. start taking the steps
0: to get there. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. And I, and I think even that, I think sometimes we forget, like, you know, faith without works is dead. Come on, right. There's, I think so many of us we have the dream, and then we're waiting for God to do all the work. That's right. right. And That's right. we miss it, where, like, faith without works, like you said, is dead. You've got the macro, and you've got the micro. You've got the day-to-day process that it sounds like God is doing with you. Yeah. So um, I— I printed out this thing, and Rafa and I have been kind of going over this thing. It's called From Occupation to Expansion by Bill Johnson. And I just want to read this to you. Because I, I, w- when we first read this, we're like, dude, Rafa said, like, we need to get a guest on this. Yeah. And, like <laughs> we both were kind of like, well, Papa K's, like, kind of doing this. Yeah, you're killing it. Like, Thanks. you're in it. Like like I said, I know more people that that's have right. dreams that are actually taking
1: the day to day steps and doing them. Yeah. Like so we're literally drinking out of YouTube. We're literally, yeah. <laughs> like, the cafe crazy. has arrived. And then I mean? got a free bag of coffee. Like, <laughs> like I'm just so happy. Thank you. Score.
0: <laughs> we got to have more guests with, the, like, yeah, that are doing yeah, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> get a bunch we're of free Talk about no you know striving, me, though. Like, yeah. No striving. I ain't forced nothing. <laughs> exactly, man. But, but he says this. So uh, I love this aspect. He says, you know, the purpose of war, because he talks about the kingdom, is victory. And the victory is occupation. But in the kingdom, we add one more step to the pro- process. And the purpose of occupation is expansion. Mm-hmm. The fact that if you think the parable of the talents, the person that just kept their one more and didn't grow was taken away and gave it to someone that was growing and growing and growing and growing. And I think sometimes we forget that aspect of God that if we look like him, we should constantly be growing and looking right. like him. That's right. and he's Come endless. On. And like we, we, we throw this word, um, we've heard it here, creative. Mm-hmm. And so many of <laughs> us right away go, oh, I'm not one of those, Come right. on. which right. I think is like, in a way what you're saying is our father is not creative, right. right, and because of that, it's like we almost like cut one of our legs off and don't even attempt certain dreams. So he goes on to say this, because I have a question with this. He says, it's important that we view life with the perspective of expansion and forward motion. When we think this way, we are uh, positioning ourselves for increase and promotion, It's not healthy to simply find a place you want to stay in and occupy. Mm. The moment you have found a leveling off place is the moment you begin backsliding. So good. When your passion begins to decline, you already start to die. So I have a question for you. Yeah. So it says, when your passion begins to decline, you already start to die. Mm -hmm. So you're obviously, you're here, but God sees you here. Mm -hmm. How do you keep the passion burning burning throughout that? I think so many of us... Have dreams, start dreams, get hit, get hit again, and then that's, it. that's yeah. it, and then it fades away. How do you how do you stay disciplined? How do you keep focused? especially? Um, so one of your nicknames you told me is Joseph, which makes perfect sense because you have a man that had a dream. Who's thrown in prison, right? Who was first a slave. I mean, first, he got, tried to get murdered by his brothers. Um, <laughs> his But, brothers. but, but what, what I love about his story is he didn't complain. Right. It says it, bro, he, ha, he had favor in every season. When, whether he was a slave, he had mm-hmm. favor. When he was in prison, he had favor. And never once do I hear this, I'm out. Come on. So it sounds like you have the same spirit. So how do you keep like the passion burning? Um, it's a couple things. Um, I
2: remember this one time the Holy Spirit was speaking to me, and it might sound harsh and abrasive, but it was what I needed. Mm-hmm. I was at a place where I wanted to give up, um, and he told me, <laughs> he literally told me, he said, it's not about you, it's about generations. Ooh. And so when you look at it from a perspective that's bigger than yourself and you realize, yeah, yo, man, there's, a whole, there's generations that are coming after us that need what God has put inside of us. And what God wants us to birth on this More. earth. Um, and so right now, like none of us in this room, we're not building for ourselves. You know what I mean? We're yeah. building for generations. Um, from that place, um, you can be motivated. But it's a huge difference between discipline and motivation. That's and good. I think that's where a lot of people start to fall off is because <laughs> they get passionate and they get motivated. But motivation and passion is, is rooted really in your emotions. Right. Because one day you could be. That's right. Uh, you know, you could be happy, and so right. your motivation is on 100. Right. And the next day, you can be sad, and your motivation is on zero. Right. So right? So it's like what separates, you know, the people who actually succeed is discipline. There it is. So discipline, it's like, now I gave you my word, so regardless of how I'm feeling, that's right. I'm going to show up.
1: That's right. That's, you know
2: that's so right? good. Because um, yeah. he so,
0: promised this bigger vision. Right. That's beautiful. Right. And then you got
2: you to... You have to really understand. Um, God stands outside
0: of time, yeah. right? right? And now, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I like I that. Don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. don't don't say that again. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I think I think you need to say it again. Say that like
2: because I think yeah. I think we forget that. Yeah, like God God stands outside of time. You know, it says God He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. Right. That's right. So time, crazy. it's it's um there's an end to time, but God stands outside of time. So if God gave you a word and God gave you something that He Ooh. wants to birth out on His earth, right? He's seen it from a perspective of eternity, right? right. And so when the Bible says that God, uh, Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith, you know what I'm saying? That means that when he gave me that vision, when he gave me that dreams, he's not seeing it as incomplete. He's seeing it as complete, right? Yeah. And so Come on. if I, t- on, on, on the day-to-day, continue to have faith but put works to my faith, put action to my faith, right. put feet to my faith— you know what i mean um then that gives me the uh, it just, it gives me the um the willingness to like push forward and to keep that's on great. going yeah. and, and to not give up and so
0: with faith comes discipline that's right you well, know so let's get a little deeper then what's what's a, um what's the discipline that you've had to learn from god just just Oof. one
2: um I would say the biggest discipline is um In this last season, is stewardship, is is stewarding, learning how to steward. Um, There's really discipline and stewardship go hand in hand. Mm. It's like they're like peanut butter angelic. You know what I'm saying? Because in order to uh, really learn how to steward stuff um, and I, okay, I'll bring it into, like, my actual life right now. There's so many things that, like, I have my hands on, right? Right. And I can get to Yeah, place... yeah hold
0: on real quick, just in case people don't know. So you're That's also, like, the head of... You're an elder at a church that you guys started. Yeah. And you're also, like, you're the head worship leader... Right? right. And, you're, you're
1: and you're buying a house. And you buying a house. Yeah.
0: You're creating this company. So it's it's not like you're just this one person guy. Yeah. Just playing your piano. So okay, go on from there. Just I just wanted people to know that about you. Yeah. Um and so and, the discipline, the stewardship. Yeah, stewardship,
2: stewardship, discipline. So um with all of that stuff and my nine to five job, because I, I still work. And at you nine-to-five. still got your nine to five oh um, God. You know, IT, right? IT, yeah. Come on. IT. Man. So um With all of that stuff, it can get super overwhelming. Um, But what I'm realizing is that um, if I am able to – what you sow in one area of your life has an effect on every other area of your life. And so if I'm able to steward one area of my life, um, then I'm able to steward other areas of my life. You Know what I mean, and so then I'm able to be disciplined in those other areas. You know what that's I mean? good, that's good Papa. Real um, quick,
1: what, what, is, what does so and steward mean? Like, if there's somebody listening that doesn't understand that Christian needs, like, what is Yeah, That's good. Mean? So, um, very simple,
2: I think it's just learning how to honor what the Lord has given you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and to do it with excellence and a spirit of excellence. It's good, you know. Yeah, um, if I have my Nine to five, right? But at the same time, I know God is calling me to, to uh, build a business. Right. I can't slack in my nine to five because That's it's good. not honoring what God That's has good. given me. That is, you know so, what I mean? good. That is so good. And so if I'm able to actually submit at my nine to five, give my all, you know what I mean? Then that means that when my vision that the Lord has given me um, flourishes, there's going to be other people that are going to submit to what I'm building. It's good Papa. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I love that. So
1: cool 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 that's
0: good i i have um Ralph, i want you to answer this one too yes, cause sure. i'm curious about your story too because i think so I'm, I'm a children's director yeah mm-hmm. and one of my favorite things i teach the kids is you know the ephesians two ten. we are god's masterpiece it's really- yeah and within each masterpiece is a dream and so each one of us has something i like to call you know the the dream that you're supposed to walk out mm. that if you're breathing, there's something for you to produce. There's right. something for you to expand right. on. So I'm gonna, I want to, all three of us kind of go around. and Be like, when it comes to the dream or something you wanted to do, what was what was the fear? What what was really the attack of kind of <laughs> procrastinating, <laughs> hesitating, if there was one, mm-hmm. you know? But because I, I I I know for me, so I'll tell you mine. Yes, please. Um, I would say my people call it their Goliath or whatever was um <laughs> was um college mm-hmm. getting my degree come on so in my family i was the black sheep like my brother and sister were a lot older my brother went to notre dame got his master's at george mason my sister went to um university of california irvine got her That's master's so at indiana and yeah. then there's me who spent i think eight years at nova
1: yes, <laughs> you know
0: so i i always had a dream of going to a four-year right but i always saw it for me the, the the thing was like i will never be good enough mm-hmm. like it just felt overwhelming it, it i had so many lies i wasn't smart enough i wasn't this and there was a lie that i believed because i uh i, I won't mention the guy's name but there's just a great <laughs> amazing evangelist who i love and he said this and he said this he said god has blessed me with a bring, big brain and a little heart and i was like yeah me too no no, <laughs> no other way other way <laughs> Wait, a big it? heart a little big, brain. I'm sorry god yeah. blessed me with a big heart and a little, a little brain. brain and i'm like yeah me too man me too me too see i don't need to go to college and i remember like he was like abel that's your dream god said, said that yeah because I was like, it is my dream. I always had this dream of mm. walking up on that stage and get, getting that diploma. Mm. But ever since I was little, it seemed so big. Like, it was unattainable. Mm-hmm. And as I got older and older, and, you know, the the world teaches you, you graduate at, you know, what, was it, 21? Mm-hmm. You know, at 18, you after high school, you get going. And, like, I know for me, it just felt so far away, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I procrastinated, I procrastinated, I procrastinated. So... Before I finish my story, I kind of want to ask what, for you guys, like, what was it? What, what was the dream? Mm. And, like, what was the fear? It's good. It's really good. Or was there fear?
1: Well, well, but, but real quick, just back to your procrastination. Like, you were procrastinating because you were afraid.
0: I was afraid. Wow. 100% That's afraid. really good.
1: Because I feel like there's a lot of people who procrastinate, but they don't understand it's rooted in fear. Yeah. Right. Uh, But go ahead, Papa. You go first.
2: Yeah. I would say mine, Um, growing up, I wanted to be a music producer um, you know, awesome. I, want, I wanted to go to just a production school. Um I had a dream to be an entrepreneur. Um and I like I remember I used to say, you know, by the time I'm twenty two, like I'm i I'm a, I'm that, that's my year. Twenty two is my year, twenty two is my year. You know, which is actually funny because I believe is the Lord was actually telling me the year two thousand twenty two.
1: Oh come <laughs> you know on. I mean?
2: and not like you know, but like um, He's outside of time. <laughs>
1: exactly,
2: outside you outside know what I mean. <laughs> Um, and so growing up, um, <laughs> my voice was um, very muzzled um, mm, because mm. of my upbringing. You know what I mean? Um, and just the the, the fear of um, disappointing my dad, my, yeah, my really, family. Come you know what on, I mean? that's real. And so I was just like, you know, um, what I need to do to... Uh, um, you know, make them happy and to appease them and please them is to go to college and go down that route, you know, but to not really step out on what I knew the Lord was actually calling me to do. Wow. You know what I mean? Um, in in pursuit of like just being an entrepreneur, pursuit of just like um different things in, in ministry, you know what I mean? And um so I I would say that that would be the biggest one. My biggest fear was the disappointment of my family.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I get that. I get that for sure. But I think it's really cool because, like, I think in the Bible, it actually says honor your mother and your father, Mm. right? And it's the only one with an actual promise afterwards. And I think you're reaping it now. Yeah. Right? Honoring your mother and your father. But I I just think you would have been able to do it and have fun with it rather than doing it and being afraid. Right. Yeah. But I I just love how, like, (laughs) God doesn't exist in time. So you haven't missed out. That's beautiful to me. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm trying to pinpoint a fear. You know, I I just think this morning I went on a run and um, it was before the sun came up. Talk about discipline. I've just Mm -hmm. been trying to work on discipline and character. Uh, And you hit both of those because, like, something that that God's working with me on this season is how to stay free even though I feel oppressed or I feel stuck, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's funny because, like, I was with my wife the other day and um, and I thought I was going to have an anxiety attack, right? Which. I feel like even saying anxiety, I'm going to have an anxiety attack and I have Jesus and Holy Spirit living inside of me is like mm. blasphemy, right? <laughs> but I'm taking the roof of that because I was like, man, a- anxiety was a cop-out for me to actually say how I actually felt, mm. you know? So, like, I'm like, I had anxiety while I was putting water and I'm like, no, no, mm. no, no. I feel trapped is how I felt, you know, for no other reason other than, like, I know there's more than just what I'm doing Monday through Thursday or Monday through Sunday, and uh, and God, I was like, God, what do you want to teach me? I realized I had no vision, just how you said. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's a big vision, but there's also a vision for your season. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was just funny how God puts people in your life. And I found this YouTuber. I deleted my Instagram, my TikTok. I'm not saying you have to do that. Yeah. Uh, but now when I'm using the bathroom on the kingdom, you know, I'm using the bathroom. I can't be on Instagram and TikTok, so I have to pull up YouTube, you know, or a book. And I put up YouTube, and it was this guy talking about you need to work on your character and you need to work on discipline. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and this is an easy morning routine for you to do. And it's funny because I didn't want to share this with people but <laughs> I feel God saying it. And he was like, wake up in the morning and put your body through pain, like controlled pain, right? Like you're going on a run or you're going to work out because it strengthens your mind and it disciplines you. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife, I was like, hey, I need to be realistic, right? Like, can I actually do this? And she was like, you can if you wake up at this time, if you actually... Go outside and do this. So right. this morning I ran my two miles and, uh, and I'm out there running and it's dark. I don't know if you guys have ever run in the dark before.
2: <laughs> right? I, I don't run, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. So, that-
1: so, uh, so I'm running out there and it's dark, you know, like there's not a car out there. There's not really much of a moon. It's cloudy. And it gets even darker. I ran through through the forest. And it's, like, super dark, right? Luckily, I'm in Manassas, and I grew up in a ghetto, so I wasn't afraid. Like, <laughs> Fearless over go. here. Fearless <laughs> um, over <warrior>. here. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm in the army. I'm good, you know. And, and it triggered Psalms 23. Even though I walked through the shadow of the valley of death, I shall fear no evil. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking through this darkness, and you can't see anything. Like, this, this old dude was, like, literally, like, where you were. And mm-hmm. I finally saw him. That's how close I had to be to see this dude. And I was like, God... I don't want to be in this fear. Rescue me. And it was something you've been preaching about, Pastor Abel, about we we keep asking God to rescue us when there's actually a promise and an upgrade he wants to learn in the conquering. And so I'm like, God, get me out of here. Like, turn the lights on. And God is like, why? This is the fastest you've ever ran as you ran through this darkness, as Mm -hmm. you ran through the shadow of the valley of death. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're right. Like, I am here to kick the darkness, but like, why would I leave if I'm having the best time ever, if I'm having fun here, if I know you are with me, if I know you're never leaving me or forsaking me? And in that moment, I realized I had liberation right. because I wasn't allowing fear. I wasn't allowing the darkness to take over my character and my mind. And that's when I was like, this is freedom. And, uh, and I ran through. So, so I don't know. I, I think I'm learning to not let God rescue me, even when it feels dark. But I think my biggest fear was I thought I, because I'm in the darkness, I didn't hear the voice of God. Right. Right? Because there's times when I'm like, if I had heard the voice of God, then it should be peaceful and sunshine and rainbows all the time. Have you ever had that? Even what what Rob said, those moments? Where where
0: you're like, wait, is this... Like, even starting like, getting the cups, getting (laughs) this. Were you ever sitting at home with all these cups? Like, why did I do this? Yeah. (laughs) Like, God, was this you? Did you ever have those moments?
2: Yeah, 100%, man. One thing that I learned, um, and one thing that, like, it's really... um, God has really been um, pressing on me is understanding that darkness is actually not a bad thing. Ooh, Mm. come on now. Come on. Oh, you're making (laughs)
1: religious people mad right now. What do you mean?
2: Darkness is not a bad thing. Come on. You know, um, when you look at a seed and the seed goes in the ground, and it sounds cliche, but the seed is in darkness and it almost seems like the seed is dying. You know what I mean? Because of the, the, the germination process, where it literally has to break down in order to sprout. Right. You know what I mean? But in that season, that seed is getting watered, it's getting nurtured, it's getting nutrients, Ooh. and it's actually growing. Um, And so, and a lot of times when uh, it's actually kind of funny. A lot of times when God gives you a vision, when He gives you a dream, and He wants you to birth it out, you could even look at a pregnancy. Come on, you know man. what I'm saying? Like a baby has to grow in in a woman's womb for nine months it's before his birth, and it's darkened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> dark, man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so when when a seed is in the ground, when it's being just cultivated, you know what I mean. It's it seems like it's it's darkness all around right, you know right. what i mean but in in that in those seasons it's the seasons where like you can really um hear the voice of God yeah, clear on. you know what I mean yeah. um and from that place, you really start to sprout. You really start to grow. And so there were times where I'm just like, Lord, what did I get myself into? Yeah. You know what I mean? I got all these
0: cups. Yeah, <laughs> like, I
2: got I got all these cups. I bought a coffee roaster. You know what I mean? I'm just like, just roasting. I'm just sitting. And it's like 12 a.m. And I'm just like roasting beans, trying to get like different <laughs> flavor profiles. And I'm just like, yo, what am I doing? Like, I just want to go to sleep, you know? But, um, you know, then I, I just started to dwell just on... Continuing to trust the voice of the Lord. That's right. You know what I mean? Con, can, continuing to trust, like, what he told me, trust what he's given me, and trust where he wants to take me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and then you start to realize that, like, hey, man, like, darkness is actually not a bad thing. You know what I mean? That's right. It's good,
0: Papa. Talk to me about even, like, your, your dark days. And, like, even, Ralph, you want to chime in about, like, like how do you handle failure? Well, what we would call failure. Mm-hmm. Like, those days, those moments where it's like, dude, am I ever going to sprout? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Like, well, like, what do you do when those, those days come? You call, you call them, like, those dark days or, or the failure days where you, where you yeah. take a hit. Like, yeah. Because I think I, so many of us, we take a hit and yeah. we stay down. Right. So I want to know, like, wh- what was it that pushed through? What do you, how do you change your perspective about that? Because, like you said, we're all going to go through that. Right. right. I think Everybody. so many of us think, like, I got a dream, nothing but <laughs> sunshine <laughs> now, and That's God's right.
2: like, oh, and you just prove, like, oh, no, it isn't. <laughs> right, right. I'll say this, man. The creator of Starbucks... That's <laughs> so funny, it's coffee. But the creator <laughs> of Starbucks got denied a loan to actually start his business 222 times. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know. It's that. either 221 or 222. Now, the next time they, that he, he tried for a loan was successful, and therefore we have Starbucks, right? Gosh. Um, and so I think, like, one is just being consistent, you Come know, on. and just having consistency. I think the other thing is just being honest with mm. yourself, being okay. honest with the Lord. You know, it's like we, we can be so honest with God and he's not ashamed of any Ooh, of it. Come on, right. You know what I mean? Like, I can tell God, Lord. I am mad right now.
0: Right. You know what I mean? Well tell me about one of those moments that we need a cafe. What were those moments you were like, God (laughs) Why do I have beans and cups in my (laughs) crop? Tell me about one of those moments.
2: There was a moment recently. So Recently. Yeah, recently actually. So um, maybe a couple of weeks ago, um, I brought on a um, a company. That does a lot of my uh, social media mm, and nice, branding and nice. whatnot. It looks
1: really good, by the way. Thanks, my thanks. wife and I were looking at it. You look hot. Thanks. Yeah, it
2: looks good. Shout out Dream Prey, dude. You know what I'm saying? They do them the social yeah, yeah. media. But, <laughs> you know, so um, it got to a place where um, I couldn't afford them, you wow. know? Like you said, I got all these mugs, you know, all these beans I'm roasting. And I'm just like, well, like, you know, in order to pay them, like, I got to make money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like... So I had to have a real conversation with the Lord, and I'm just like, Lord, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, like, I, I feel like I, I just, I can't go any further. You know, I feel, I feel stuck. Mm. You know, I need to actually learn social media marketing, which I didn't want to do because I just don't have the time for it, you know. Um, and so the Lord was telling me, talk to them. You know, and I'm just I'm in my mind. I'm just thinking, man, like they're going to think I'm this horrible person and like I've just been using them. You know what I mean? And so I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna talk to them. So I FaceTime them. Um, It's a it's a couple. It's a husband and wife. Um, I FaceTime them and I I just told them straight up. I just say, listen, man, this is where I'm at and this is what's happening. Mm. And like completely crazy different response that I was not expecting whatsoever. Literally, they were like, hey, listen. Um, when God gave them their business, they told the Lord that their business, they want to use it to bless people. You know no what I way. mean? No way. Like Lim- that
1: was the foundation was to yeah, bless people. The
2: foundation was to bless people. So they were like, Hey, listen, look. Um, as long as you're okay with it, like we'll still like keep on pushing with the social media wow. and like you do not have to pay.
1: Whoa. You know what
2: I mean? Wow, Papa. And they're like, when you get back to the place where you can, Ooh. you can start. And so I'm just like what in the world? You know, so a couple of things. One, being honest with the Lord, come on, trusting His voice, and if God gives you something, right? If God gives you a vision, He will literally provide the provision Ooh. for the vision. You come know on, what I mean? Joseph.
0: So, so I need to backtrack because I think every single one of us hit those moments where, where we have that real moment, mm-hmm. and you, you said the first thing you thought was was a negative. You mm-hmm. said. I can't talk to them. They need money. I don't got the money.
1: Yeah.
0: I think so many of us are so quick to go to the negative that we don't even give God a shot to do something. Right. And we shut down. We, um, I call it, we bully ourselves out of it. Right. We believe the lie. (laughs) Why why do you, like, why do you think that was the first thought? Because I think so many of us, they had a dream, got got going, but then something like you said, you have those dark days and bully themselves out of the next step.
2: I think that it's... Like you
0: said, you, you were honest with God, but mm-hmm. y- you went for it. You went to them and said, hey, like, w- had have been hard, right? Yeah, it
2: was. Like, in the moment, like, <laughs> when I was talking to them, like, in that moment, I was just like, oh, God, like, I, I don't were know. what crying? to. I wasn't. Thank God I wasn't crying. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? I was just like, I didn't know what to expect. You know what I mean? I, like, I, I really did not know what to expect in that moment. Um, but I think the reason why people um, bully themselves into not, like, pursuing... Um, is really, one, it's human nature. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, because I think that we have to... Okay, so the Bible says that your flesh wars against the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, the flesh wars against the Spirit. So any decision... That might seem uncomfortable and out of my like current like nature and my character, comfort zone, you know, man. my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. My flesh is going to fight that, and it's going to retreat into what seems the easiest. Yeah. You know what wow. I mean? It's, it's, it's to fall back on fear, rejection. You that's know what right, I mean? That's like right. fail. You know, fail, like all that stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and yeah. so, I think like as kingdom people. Um, we know that we're gonna go through hard times, and like one, I think
0: we forget that though.
1: Yeah, I think we think yeah. no, it's gonna yeah. be easy. Right, right, right. Oh, it's... real quick, real uh, quick, I just need to take the roof off flesh, you know, because like since I've been born again, Tell I just keep hearing it, flesh, flesh, That's a good flesh, question. That's a good and question. like I keep always say I'm I'm done pretending I know words because we say it so much, mm-hmm. you know, because we can say it so much. We're like, yeah, I know what flesh means. That's good, Rafa. and I finally found out literally this morning, <laughs> and uh, fleshes mean senses. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So when yep. when it says that your flesh, it's not it's not your this beautiful bicep right. or these beautiful legs, like or my beautiful face. That's not that flesh. It's my senses,
2: right? My your, senses, your, my survival skills. Exactly. Your mind, your will, your emotions. Yes, you know yes, I mean? yes.
1: Which which isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's just bad when it's not under the authority of the kingdom. When right. it's not under holy spirit giving you the outside perspective the guy that's outside of time it's mm-hmm.
2: good um i i can't remember I, I believe it was either paul um who said about bringing like your flesh yes. like under subjection yeah you know what i'm saying to the holy spirit you that's know what i right. mean so your sense is bringing it in that moment it's like what's comfortable usually is like your flesh, your (laughs) senses. You know what I mean? You don't grow in the comfort.
0: You don't grow in the comfort. Exactly.
2: You don't grow in the comfort. You know what I mean? Um, And so sometimes, like, the indicator of growth is actually uncomfortability and pain.
0: Write that down, people. Come on, come on, come
1: on, come on. (laughs) That's That's good. good. Hold on.
0: I got to go to uh, Rafa real quick. So, um, I'm going to talk about you.
1: Yeah, yeah, always. Um, I don't
0: know if you know this. So, so before COVID... um, it was fun watching this guy. Mm-hmm. So COVID, we all shut down and we had time to do, you know, a lot of things. And and this guy was believed for the longest time. And I remember yeah. that you weren't creative. Yeah, that's true. And so... I remember that actually. Now, now <laughs> how, it's been a year later. I don't know if you know this. Like now he, like he's built in like a desk, a wall. He plays piano. Mm-hmm. He has now the piano in his house. So I, I need it's to true, know. True, yeah. Because I think so many of us can learn from that. Mm-hmm. I think so many of us have dreams, but we're not stepping into them because I'm not a creative like... Will Smith. Right, I'm not talented. Right, right. So, so what was the lie you were believing?
1: Uh, honestly, it was comparison. You know, because if you, mm. you know, my wife, she's gonna be like, "I'm not a creative." You know what <laughs> I mean? But she's like, just like what? that, literally like that. I'm not a creative, Rafa, and I'm just like, baby, you're the most creative person I know. You know. So for me, it was comparison, mm. and uh, which I had a question for you about comparison. Like, how do you not compare your stuff to? Like Pete's Coffee or like Starbucks or, or even Trader Joe's. You know, it's $5. Mm-hmm. I get this whole thing. It's Colombian. I don't have to fight Pablo Escobar. It's really good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So anyway, so I was thinking about comparison and like my wife, I'm with her every day, obviously. Right. right. And so I'm like... And your wife, so people know, like she does social media. She does social artsy, media. She taught herself she's, photography. Yeah, she she's YouTube'd a beast. Everything. She's a beast. You married a beast. She's amazing. Beast. She is... You, you, you married a creative beast. My God. Like, okay. let me tell you, like, like she would literally... Like she's like, baby, we're gonna do this uh, Melissa Helser thing. You know, if you don't know them, they're like really creative people <laughs> at a farm, and they have beans too. And um, you, yours are bad, I love you So then, uh, yeah. <laughs> so then, what ended up happening? She said like, we're gonna do this creative thing. Next, you know, we're, like we're drawing lions, right? And like hers look like a lion. Like her <laughs> thing literally has the whiskers <laughs> it has teeth, and mine looks like a sausage. <laughs> Did you do the turkey hand? Uh, no, no, okay, I couldn't okay. even do I the turkey hand. That, that, I you're better do than me, man. Turkey man. Head. Uh, so anyway, so, so I have this sausage-looking thing, and, and this is where I failed. I compared my drawing to hers. Mm-hmm. And because mine didn't look as majestic as hers, I said, I must not be a creative. Wow. And because of that, that's literally what I believed. I was too busy looking at other people that I wasn't focused on the vision and promise that God gave that's me. Yeah, and well, that's I something did. that I wow. think we all feel that yeah. is somebody got a cool promise uh, and I'm like, well, why didn't God call me a Joseph? He must not love me, mm. you know. But yet, He's giving you the prophetic word of that you're Joseph, you know. I'm like, well, where's my robe? Where's my prophetic word? But I'm so focused on your prophetic work, I never find mine. Right. right. So I was so busy looking for why does mine look like a sausage and hers looks amazing. So
0: then, what was the moment? Because I remember all of a sudden. Yeah this dude's building a wall has no idea what he's doing and like it's amazing Mm -hmm. and then the next week he's building desk i find him in the studio playing piano with youtube and i'm like who (laughs) who who took my rafa (laughs) (laughs) so like like what was it because like you said you you jumped on his train where he said i'm going to you became disciplined i did i did because i remember i would come in early yes you were already in there yes
1: so what was it? I want to know that moment. Well, well okay. So the, the the real moment I could tell you, I was reading this book called The Artist and Soul by Irwin McManus. Okay. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I love it because he said this one phrase and it's, you're creative not because you chose to, but because your dad's a creative. So because your dad's a creative, which is Father God, then you're automatically a creative. Mm-hmm. You just haven't figured out how to break out of your canvas or your mold. And, and he said this one phrase that I loved. It was just amazing. He was like, you could be Beethoven, you could be John Lennon. They are stuck with the same pattern, right? They're stuck with the same chords. No matter how talented they are, they can't add an extra chord. Right. Like, There's
0: only so many notes. There's
1: only so many notes on the piano or on whatever that you're using. Mm-hmm. But it's not about adding The next note, it's about rearranging them in a way that the world has never seen. And when he said that, I was like, my sausage is creative. My line is creative. And you know why? Because nobody's seen a sausage like this before.
0: That's a great point. I think I'm like, like Picasso. Did you mm-hmm. like Picasso? Yeah. And I look yes. at Picasso I'm like, that eyeball's looking that way, and the eyeball's <laughs> looking that way. Like that dude messed up. Right, right,
1: right, right. It's but true. like it's nobody did it that way. Right? No one did it that way. And that's the creative part, right? Like nobody. You're Picasso. Papa, I've never seen a mug like this. Yeah. And I went to Magnolia. My wife takes me there every time <laughs> to Target. I'm crying going in there. I'm like, Lord, what did I do? Even though I walked to the shadow of the valley of death, my bank account will be okay. You know what I Listen, mean? Listen, Chip
2: and Joanna, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: man. So I next thing you know, I'm in there, and they have mugs similar to this, mm. but there's something about yours, even the way you packaged it. You know what I mean? like, like it looked like a gift straight from God. You know, <laughs> I'm like, and I can't imagine the people who like never experienced a Christmas. Mm. You know, that's yeah. never gotten a gift because they've been too afraid to build a relationship with people or have self-rejected with their family. And mm. here you are giving us not just the mug. You know, the mug itself is good, but like yeah. you're wrapping it and being intentional about it, you know. And yeah. and I love that part about it. So so thank you for that. But it's so mm. unique, you know. So anyway, so that was the biggest change for me. Because yeah.
0: I it was extraordinary to see you because like I saw the transformation with him. Mm-hmm. And so I, I want to go into this next part. Um, before that, real quick, I want I want to ask you uh, kind of what he brought up, which I think everyone that has a dream will get hit with this, which is comparison. Oh yeah,
2: comparison is a big one. Did that um, hit you at all? Because oh, I mean, yeah.
0: you're, like you entered a field where, like you said, dude, like downtowns, the coffee shop's the thing, man. People mm-hmm. want to sit, especially now where you can work online and all that. People, coffee's it's yeah. a it's a you know what I'm saying. It's, it's like it's wine. It's like yeah. wine now.
2: Yeah, it's um, comparison definitely was a factor um i can't remember where i saw it but they're like if you go in the grocery store and you see uh, down the bread aisle right Mm. there are so many different brands of bread my gosh you know know what i mean yeah like you ask yourself why and it's like (laughs) why are there so many different brands of bread (laughs) you know what i I mean it's just like yo it's bread but then it's like uh you go and you choose the one that you like, mm. you know what I mean. And it's like, th- why do you like it? Maybe the branding on the bag is a little bit different, you know what I mean? Wow. Um, That's maybe good. some 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 different kinds of breads, the quality is better. I like sourdough, right? Dough. Sourdough is actually really, really good. If you make grilled cheese with sourdough, come on, oh, amazing man.
1: avocado melt or whatever, yeah. like
2: amazing. I, well, I can't eat avocado. I, you know, the texture. Just, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's blasphemy. But it's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but keep going with the comp- keep comparison because you're absolutely yeah, bread, right. Yes, yes. I, as soon yeah. as you said that, I, I, I know the bread aisle.
2: Yeah, you know, and so there's so many different kinds of breads, which is like you gotta understand, like. Um, in every market there's room for uniqueness. You know what right. I mean there's there's room for you and what God has given you. We need to hear that. You know? And so for me I'm just like listen, I'm not trying to be like the the big brand that's already there. I'm trying to be me. That's right. I'm Come trying on. to be what what the Lord wants this brand to be. I'm trying to be that. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to be anything else. I don't want to strive to be like Starbucks or anything right. like that. Or you Roman
0: know? meal, wonder you know? bread. Right. You know, <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean?
2: that's beautiful uh, you know and so like I, I just I want, I want to be myself I want my brand to be its own unique thing you know what I mean and so um, <clears throat> and here's the thing um, instead of compared, comparing myself, which it's kind of, okay, comparison, there's like another side to it, which is actually a good thing. You know what I'm saying? What can I learn from those who went before me? That's right. You know what That's I'm right. saying? What can it's I learn from up. what's already out mm. there that I can use and and, and turn it into uh, my own? Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know, not stealing their stuff, but it's like there's, there's a way to do things. There's a formula right. to do things. Absolutely. You know, there's no need to reinvent The wheel, but at the same time, I'm not like, you know, like I'm not gonna compare myself to the
0: wheel because it's already there. You know what I mean? Right. That's a good. That's a good I I think you bring up a good point. The fact that and like we all know the scripture, like our warfare is not carnal. Like it's not me versus you. So the way I've always looked at it is if you get breakthrough, I get breakthrough. Come on. So if if you broke through first, you went through the wall first, so I get to follow. Yeah. Like I, I think that so many of us miss that moment where when we hear a good testimony, let's say, let's let's face it. Two things happen when someone succeeds. You're either mm-hmm. excited or the comparison kicks in and you go, I was hoping it wasn't going to work, which is so sad. I think that shows in a, mm-hmm. in a in a part of a heart where there's an orphan something going on there that right. needs to get healed. Right. Where, like, if you succeed, I believe we can succeed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know,
2: actually, just to touch on that real quick, the it's Bible good. does say to actually rejoice in another's testimony. You have to. Ooh, you know on. what I mean? Because it's yours. To be encouraged by another's faith.
0: Well, because you know? if you think good, about but, it— okay. If if we're in Christ, your testimony is my testimony. Mm-hmm. And testimony means he's going to do it again. That's right. And so it's going to look different. Yeah. And I think so many of us you need to learn <laughs> to, to stop <laughs> comparing. And if someone makes it, man, go congratulate them. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. like 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 I'm celebrating yeah. this. Yeah. Like you're out there, putting yourself out there. You're doing it. Like, dude, we decided to start this podcast. Yeah. And it's just like we we're just like, why, why not? And then here you are with mugs. <laughs> here mug here you meetings. are. We got <laughs> mugs. Go, and it's Jesus. like guys doing something. But uh, yeah, I yeah, I, man. I think that's so yeah.
3: great. So and I,
2: go I, re- for it. just real quick on that, I um honor plays a big role in that also. Ooh, you know? All right, I mean. talk about
0: that. Um, uh, take take Because I think even that sounds a little religious. (laughs) So break that down. Break that down.
2: Okay. So um, like you said, if somebody um, has a breakthrough in an area, right, um, favor. Okay. I'll say like this. If you have a breakthrough, right, in an area of your life and I celebrate it. God is more inclined to release that same favor over my life mm. because I took part in being happy and joyful for what he did in your life. It's beautiful. You know what I mean? But um, when comparison kicks in, um, it's hard to receive from what you don't celebrate or don't honor. That's you know so good, mean? Papa. Uh, it's hard. I can see that.
0: You know what I mean? It's like... What, this is how I teach, so I'm a children's director, you know. So what I teach the kids is anytime like, you whine and complain and do that, you actually, like, close the door from receiving God. Right, right, Like, you exactly. literally close the door yeah. on the blessing. That's really good. Right? Like, to me, it's like, it's just, it's the language of heaven. Absolutely. What Thanksgiving does is it opens the door, and here's the thing, it changes your perspective. Exactly. If I start celebrating you, my perspective will go higher. Mm-hmm. But if I go like, oh, Papa K did well, like, oh, what if my company doesn't do as well? My perspective's going to lower... And I'm going to see you now like it's me against you instead right. of me with you. Right. That's really good. And I think like we, every one of us have to go through that. Absolutely. Every one of us have to yeah. go through that.
1: Well, I was just going to say like I think the perspective piece, like we, we say perspective a lot too, but it's like visualizing. You know, I, I looked up the word visualize and it means I love Rob. It it's a means dictionary, to, to it's a new word. <laughs> visible to the eye. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Ooh, like right. that's what visualizing means. You know, people are like, even even the Bible, you know, I heard it so many times in church where they're like, write the vision, make it plain, write the vision, make it plain. People perish, blah, blah, blah. And right. I'll write it down and nothing would happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, why didn't it happen? And it's like, yeah, it was on paper, but it wasn't visible to my eye. It wasn't right. visible to my imagination. It wasn't visible to a place where I can actually see me being there, right? We're outside of time with God. So there's a part of Rafa that's already there. There was already a mug being made by you and me sitting here doing it. Mm. But I think what happens is when we compare, we don't – we close our eyes and we close – that part of our brain to visualize us in that outcome right, but the power right. of honoring is actually partnering mm-hmm. right so it's like now I'm gonna open up that part of my brain and I'm gonna see myself sitting there with that mug right. and it's something that I've been practicing visualizing even on my run I'm like alright God what are we visualizing mm-hmm. and he's like visualize yourself at the top of the hill already mm-hmm. and I'm like okay this is how I look up there I look happy I look sweaty I look <laughs> gone I didn't die and God's like okay well it's time for the work so he brings me back from that vision that he gave me that that you to make it visible, and now he's like, you're gonna do it this way. You're gonna breathe in four times. You're gonna exhale twice. You're gonna put one foot in front of the other. You're gonna slow down here, but you're gonna move up there. Right. And yeah. it's yeah. the same concept with life, but yeah. it only happens when you honor yeah. and give yeah. thanks. Even it, even what you said, like up.
0: you're being disciplined. Yes. And like, man, I think I think discipline can be a, a religious word. Take the roof. Like you know what I mean. Like even. Okay, well, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I think so many of us—not all of us—have fathers that didn't discipline us the right way. Yeah, where we have to remember when God disciplines, He disciplines us with His nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He disciplines with His nature. God doesn't know how to have evil thoughts about us. Right. Sometimes our, our natural fathers were not perfect. You know, and we, we got to be okay with that, and hopefully, we got healing. You don't have a right to be hurt. You have a right to be healed. <laughs> Come okay. on okay. <laughs> um, <Ooh>. um, <laughs> but it's true, though. No, but, but, I, but I say that because true, I think so many exactly. of us are, are afraid of God in a bad way when it comes to the discipline. When right. the reality is, you brought the joy out of it. God's going, Papa K, like, I see you here. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you have this coffee shop. You have beans. You have this next generation that, that you're going to breathe dreams into them. You know what I mean, and like, to me, he disciplines with his joy. Yeah, he disciplines to me like with his kindness. I think for me, I was disciplined. I had a great dad. I don't want to bash my dad, but the tone scared me. Mm. The nature of my father's tone scared me, and so when when I brought that into my relationship with God, I thought God had the same tone. Mm, And as I began intimacy with God, I was like, oh you like me. You know what I mean? Like my, my dad liked me, but the yeah, tone was hard. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So like in the discipline I'm learning, like discipline is a great joy for him. Mm-hmm. And when I know his nature, it becomes a joy for me. Like the the waking up early, the, mm-hmm. the the coming here, playing the piano before no one's here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> like, like you're in here. There you are. Like you could be in your, no- uh, so he has long days. He does so many things. Mm-hmm. And on Wednesdays, He's disciplined. Where before he goes and does so chats, which is you know it can be draining, and yeah. he's here playing the piano. That, yeah. This thing that he was once bullied in out of, right. he's now has a discipline. Every Wednesday he comes in here and like enjoys God, right? Enjoys this nature. Um, anything good. else with that? I have.
1: Yeah. Well, I had before. a question about you guys. Just keep saying this very nonchalant is like Uh-oh. I can hear the voice of God. I hear God talking to me, doing this. Uh, Just in case we have some viewers that are like, how the heck can you audibly hear the voice of God? How can you actually hear him talking to you? What does it mean when you guys say the voice of God?
2: Um, That's good. Yeah, that's a really good question, actually. Um, I was actually talking something about that yesterday. There's different ways that God speaks to people. And I think sometimes we have to understand that God created everything Mm. so he can speak through anything. Come on. Right? Like when you look at the Bible literally he spoke through a donkey (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like literally you know he spoke through a donkey but there um what i pray at times is like lord make me aware of how you're speaking to me in this season in this moment and there's times where he'll speak to me through a dream through dreams through uh, my mind's eye you know there is there's a thing as just like a a um Dreaming with God in your imagination. Right, you know right. Um, Visualizing. You know what I mean? And that's good. There's, um, uh, he will sometimes speak to me in a sense of like, I just know that I know because I get this overwhelming peace. Ooh, that's good. Um, that's there's good. another, the best way I can describe it um, is a thought in a good way that is contrary contrary to what I'm currently thinking, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm asking God about Um, this and my thoughts are going in this direction. And then another thought comes in. That's just like, whoosh. And I'm just like, you know what I mean? And it just captures and I'm like, okay. Um, so that's at least for me, you know what I mean? And I'll, I'll also say this, um, God speaks a lot by his word. Like the written word. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, the Bible says that a sheep knows the voice of his sh- shepherd. Come and on. So the... <laughs>
1: Come on. <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the more time you spend just in God's presence, just communing with him, just being intimate with the Lord, reading the word, That's worshiping, right. the more... He speaks, the more you're able to just recognize it, Come right? On. When you look at, um, okay, any of us in this room or anybody online, if you're in a mall, right, where it's a crowded place and there's a lot of noise and a, a lot of just things going on, right? If your mother or father were to scream your name, <laughs> You automatically look. Yeah, you notice. Know you know, know voice.
3: Oh,
1: wait. Know. I gotta say, sorry, guys. When I've been Target and Magnolia, my wife's in Magnolia. I'm lost. Uh huh. Just to mess with her. Literally, I promise you. You can ask her right now. I, we'll we'll be walking around, and I'm like, "Kaka, kaka," <laughs> just obnoxious. And next thing you know, I just hear. I either hear two things. depends what mood she's in. I either hear, Ca-ca! and I go find her, or she's like, please, for the love of God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that was a good analogy. I like that. I didn't mean to
2: control Oh, uh, that. no, that's funny, man. That's good. But
1: you know that voice. Yeah, you know you that know voice. The voice. You yeah. can close your eyes and right. you know
2: it. And you know it because there's a voice that's so familiar. You know what I mean?
0: Can I tell you, my it's mom lives in up. California, mm-hmm. and I still hear her. Wow. <laughs>
1: Like, what? Like, what? Like Give, me she, an example. Yells, Give me an example. Like, no, no, just, like I know that voice so
0: well. I still feel like, uh, I hear A, hey, but I'm like, oh, is she here? <laughs> <laughs> she's in Omaha or she's in California. <laughs> no, am I the only one? <laughs> oh my God, I was still. <laughs> I was at military school one time and I swear I thought I heard her voice. I'm like, open the door. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's so
1: good. But um, oh, I'll funny. say this.
0: Yeah. Especially about hearing the voice of God. Come on. And I think so many of us, we, we use the wrong word. I think we say here. Mm. Mm, and I, I, like, how I teach the kids is we sense, we sense. That's good. Yeah, sense. there's I love that. sensing. I think what ins, what the word sense does is it makes you aware of your senses, mm-hmm. right? You're seeing, you're mm-hmm. hearing. Like you said, he created everything, and the Bible says mm-hmm. he wants to pray without ceasing. Come so on. he's oh he wants to talk to us more than we're wanting to receive. Right. Really I good. think that's what we need to understand about the nature. And I know for say me, it again. Say it again. What? He wants, to, he wants to talk? Oh, he wants to talk to you more, probably than more than we, than we want to receive, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. sa- remember, the Bible says, pray without ceasing. Mm. So he's always wanting to speak. Mm-hmm. And like you said, he creates everything. So he's always trying to grab our attention. He's right. always trying to do it. And I think when we realize how much he loves us and wants to father us, we're more aware of he's speaking. Where mm-hmm. so many of us, when we're unsure that he loves us, we're like, oh, that's not God. That's so But we shut it down. Right. But if you're rooted and grounded uh, where we broke down righteousness, when you're rooted and grounded, the fact that because of what Jesus did, he sees you perfect and flawless. Mm-hmm. He sees you, you're a beautiful son or daughter. So his, his greatest thing is you. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, he wants to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So I know for me, and I think you brought it up, is we're all so different. And that's the beautiful part about it, how he's mm-hmm. going to speak to us is so different. So good. We use, we use words like coincidences. Mm-hmm. That's one way God speaks coincidences, right? I know for me, I love typewriters. So one of the biggest ways I talk to God is I sit with a typewriter and I just go, God, what do you think about me? And That's I awesome. just get sensing in me. And every time I type, he's there with words. Mm-hmm. But I tell you why. You want to know why he speaks? Because my expectation is there. Right. I expect him to speak. Right. So good. I'm a son. That's right. It's like, it's like I, I'm a new father and I'm like, I... I, I I want my son to ask me questions. Like, I, right. want my, I like I hate when he like runs off and I'm like, he doesn't answer me. I'm like, kiss. And he like runs away. I'm like, <laughs> Like You know what I mean? And I'm a natural father. So imagine our God, the father, Ooh, is yeah. always wanting to like, ask me something. Yeah. You know? That's and good, we're so John. quick. And you said the imagination. And I think so many of us got to remember, God gave us an imagination. Right. That's right. So the enemy will always tried to pervert. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like you said, if it's good, if if it's bringing life, we're so quick to go, it was just my imagination. That's no! Right. Yeah. Like, it might be him. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, 100%.
2: Um when you think about it, the world and I I believe um Pastor Mike Todd said this um, when when you look at the creation of the world, it was first in imagination in yeah. God. Come on. He thought it, and then he spoke it, and it came to being. Created it. You know what I mean? And so I think a lot of times we downplay our imaginations because just growing up in this world, we were taught that, like, our imaginations were it's a bad useless. thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. It's, like, you know, it's like, okay, come on into the real world. You know right. what I mean? I want to be an astronaut. Grow up. Right. You right. know what I mean? 2%. 2%. <laughs> <Two
1: percent. laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? And – um so our imaginations are powerful. Yeah. Like everything that we've put our hands to, everything that we put our minds to, like we've imagined it first in our in like in our imagination in our mind. It's you good. know what I mean? For instance, like Nima. Come on, it was uh, an imagination at first. You know what I mean? Um and then like, you know, just through process and whatever it might be, like it came into actual like fruition and it's like it's now it's a thing, you know it's what I mean? Beautiful. Um and so there's so many times where God will speak to us through a mind's eye and it might just be just like a, a quick just you know, boop. But yeah. now my my like you said, the expectancy, the like when you're expecting him to speak, um you're aware of you know what I mean? Like you're you're just aware of him speaking, you know what I mean? And so then you're ready to like receive or even right. just to hear what he's saying. It's and it's propaganda. kind of like what
0: you were saying about the mall. Like the more you spend time with them, the more you know his nature, you know it. Mm-hmm. You know his voice. It's and, really good. And You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you said. If your mom came in and you closed your eyes and she said your name, you'd go, that's my mom. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. It's good. It's really good. Um, can, I, can I go to one more thing? How are we doing on a... Battery time, we're good. Okay, we're so good. Yeah. I want to yeah, hit this yeah. last part. How, are you having fun? Oh yeah. 100%. Okay, cool. I'm having a great time. 100%. 100%. 100%. So I want to read this last thing, and I want. I think this is really good. You're gonna love this. So he says this at the very end. Everything you want in the realm of the kingdom is found through this veil of difficulty by stepping into the realm of inconvenience. Yeah. I want to talk about inconvenience because he says this. You don't get you don't get it by coasting on yesterday's breakthrough. You were born for expansion. It's really mm. good. Because. I think both of you, both of your stories, Rafa, with the creative thing, you're already busy, right? Yeah, you working a nine to five, you're starting a church, and here's this NEMA <laughs> Cafe. Like I think so many of us like you said, we we wait for the I'll do this when all my ducks Ooh, are in a row. Come mm-hmm. on. And I don't know anywhere in the Bible where that happens. Right. right. So so tell me about inconvenience. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I mean you're here tonight Yeah So uh, we're recording this at Jackie what time is it like 9 o'clock What time is it right now 10.30 It's 10.30 Yeah It's 10.30 on a work day
2: 10.30 on a work day actually just came from Bible study
0: You, you know just know. came from Bible study in <laughs> here Man you're Bible here. Study. So let's talk about like oh, inconvenience how, yeah. how do you brace that Because I think inc- Inconvenience can be scary mm-hmm. So talk to me about that
2: So um, inconveniences are uncomfortable because it's um you're having to you're having to get used to something that's not your actual norm mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so it's actually challenging like your nature like your you know in in that moment it's like you have to recognize that um in whether it's in my character whether it's just like in who i am as a person um when i just uh I'm trying to put the right words to it. Um, Inconveniences are God's way of showing what's possible and what he can do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so like in that moment when I like accept the inconvenience, like I'm actually in that moment
0: partnering with God. That's you good. know what I mean. It's good. I, I think you brought a part up. Uh, you brought a, a thing about God's nature that I think mm-hmm. so many of us are afraid of about the inconvenience. Like you said, like I don't think God gets to enlarge in us when we're not being inconvenienced. Mm-hmm. Is that mm. safe to say? Yeah, I think so. Like kind of like what he's saying. Like you, you, you don't get by by coasting on yesterday's breakthrough because yesterday's breakthrough is really today's norm, mm-hmm. today's comfortability. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you want to to grow, like. You're going to need constant inconvenience. Yeah, that's good. And I think so many of us we go into that. Can I have a vacation now? Where we just
1: <laughs> right, right, right.
0: <laughs> you know, so how? Yeah. Like, how do you How do you embrace that? You know, especially Rafa, we'll go to you for this one. So with the creative things, well, piano. Like, how did you break? You have you were married. You were working here. How did you break the inconvenience? T- when when did like you were like okay? You know what? I'm going to be inconvenienced to play the piano. I,
1: I think honestly, I, I I think inconvenience happens when you just don't believe God. Like, I think that's honestly when inconvenience happens. Mm -hmm. Like, even I was like, once I believed that God was the one that gave me this gift, I didn't care about what time it was. I didn't care if I had eight. I didn't care, honestly, if my wife was at home waiting for me. Like, it was just (laughs) something that like. She's in the room, by the way, people. It it was just something that that I never had before, you know? And I was like, and I believe God. And mm. once I believed God and I knew he gave it to me and he's still helping me go through this motion, I'm not striving. I'm not forcing it. It's something that he's mm. doing with me as mm. a father. It's no longer an inconvenience. It's happy fun time. You know That's what I mean? Good. And uh, And it's funny because like you would think you would get it after one time, right? Mm. It's like, okay, I already beat inconvenience and I'm okay with being in traffic. You know what I mean? But then something else happens, and then you self-reject or you self-punish, and you're just like, I must not have really conquered it. Mm-hmm. But it's Ooh. like, no, it's an opportunity for Father God to come and father you again, Ooh. you know? Okay, I have a question
0: because yeah, something yeah, really hit ahead. me. So is inconvenience, then, an invitation for a new discipline? 100%. 1,000%.
1: A thousand, percent. ten thousand. Percent. I need to write that down. Write Absolutely, my pen. Rafa, write, write that. that down I for love me.
0: It. <laughs> so inconvenience is God's way of saying, "Ooh, new discipline, new discipline, or new way to father." Exactly, yeah. a,
2: a new way is like an invitation. Is even like a greater level of intimacy, and it's a greater level of trust and pleasure. You know what enjoy, I mean, his nature, yeah, his nature. Wow. Um, it, it's like, like I can. Okay, I'll say this. The Bible does say that without faith, it's impossible to please the Lord. So, right? You know what I mean? And so in that moment, when I recognize that I literally cannot do it on my own, and I trust in God and I have faith, that, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that opens up a greater level of invitation, you know what I mean, right. to just partner with him and just do it with him in that moment. You know what I mean?
0: That's it's really good. good. E- even hearing you like you you said you're. we have our nicknames. yours is Joseph and like I I just I couldn't imagine just being his story. You have a dream and then your your brothers backstab you. You're a slave, you're in prison. Talk about inconvenience. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and like you know, are, is there any way from your guys' journey where you've learned or you're still learning to Em- embrace inconvenience easier mm. like like recognizing it you know Absolutely. what i mean like i i think i think so many of us when the inconvenience comes dude we shut down or we go through it with a bad attitude that's right mm-hmm. i was going to say like that. i've gone through inconvenience mad yeah, <laughs> like right. i went through it that's right, but i yeah. didn't learn from it god didn't grow in me and i i, I went through it with a bad attitude does that make yeah, sense absolutely so like how, how do you how do you embrace that you know
1: well i think uh i'm still learning about this you know just literally this week and it's about <laughs> back, back to the character piece you know like mm-hmm. we think inconvenience traps us but the thing is, if we understand that we're not trapped because nobody can ever trap our character, then we're actually free. And if we're free, we actually want to conquer that inconvenience because we know it's not going to trap us. It's You know, and so like mm-hmm. there's so many times I'm like, I, it's an inconvenience for me to stop on a Sunday while I have a million things going to go and hug this person. Mm-hmm. You know that doesn't need a hug because I hugged them last Sunday. You know what I mean. But God is like going hug this person. It's an inconvenience to do that because I feel like this person is going to stop me and trap me here. Mm-hmm. You know. But yet there's breakthrough in that moment. Yeah. You know, there's breakthrough in that place. And and once I realize that like. Nobody can oppress my mind. And because nobody can oppress my mind, they can't oppress my character. If they can't oppress my character, they can't oppress my faith. And if they can't oppress my faith, then I'm unstoppable and I can do mm. whatever it is that I need to do once I set my mind to it. Yeah. And this person gets yeah. a hug. Not only do they get a hug, but they get healing. Not only do they get healing, they find out identity. Not only do they find out identity, but they get a chance to go home and change their environment. Yeah. So I think most of the times we don't tackle inconvenience because we're scared it's going to trap us.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think um, one way that I've been kind of able to deal with inconveniences is uh, a couple of things. So one is to have a servant's heart. Um, so good. <laughs> you know, it's like when you have a heart of a servant, it's like I don't mind like putting myself to the side, you know, because at the end of the all day. Right.
0: Yeah, break that down, though. Because, like, you made that sound so easy. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just going to serve others before me. Like, yeah, we all could do that. But, I'll, like, break that down. I'll give a, a
2: practical... Um, practical example. Um so with when when um Nova Hub Church when we when we were still in a hotel is that some, the church
1: you helped start? Yeah. Okay, cool.
2: Yeah. Uh we you know we had to set up equipment and tear down equipment and um there was no place to put it, you know, and at the time it was just like okay, what's the best way to steward finances? It's like okay we don't really need to buy a storage unit right now. So I was like, okay, let's just put it in my apartment. <laughs> right and this is like a month less than a month after i just moved into my apartment Uh, and then um at the same token it's like okay well if it's going to my apartment and i have the space in my car (laughs) y'all say the equipment (laughs) is going to my car and so it was like an inconvenience but again i saw the big picture i saw the big picture it it was like okay like This has to get done. You know what I mean? There's still a a vision. There's still something that God wants to get done. Right. right. But I don't think people really understand when you inconvenience yourself for other people. Like, you think about it. Like, when Jesus came on this earth, he came to serve. You know what I mean? Like, he was washing the feet of the disciples, you know? Right. And, like, when you take on that mindset and when you take on that heart, like, God will begin to convenience himself for you because you've made, you know what I mean? There's another thing, um, where uh, <laughs> we might have to take the roof off of this, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> hey! but you know, so Jesus he says he, he says, you know, what I'm saying like um, suffer with him. You know what I mean? Come on. To um, I'm 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 misquoting that's this okay, like so okay. bad. You Go know for, what I'm saying? This, come you on, you know man, it's like it's 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 uh, suffer with him now. You know what I'm saying? And reign with him in glory. Mm. You know what I mean? And so like. I don't know. That that just gives me hope. And there's another verse where it talks about suffering produces like hope, and right, hope produces character, and character produces endurance, right, 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 and all of that. You know what I mean? Um, and so I, I think inconvenience does bring another level of uh, another invitation for a greater level of discipline. Right. You know what I mean? And through that, it builds your character, it right. builds like, a, it, like a, it, oh.
0: it brings his nature more yeah. real to you. Yeah, and you yeah. begin to. I mean, let's face it. We're we ought to walk just as he walked. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? And I think, man, so you said something that, like, really hit me about the um, the inconvenience. But um, hold on. I, I forgot my train of thought. I was looking at Rafa's shoes. <laughs> but you, you're talking about, like, the, the embracing it in which you said you saw the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a question for you because uh, Rafa and I and Jackie, we're, we're doing kind of this leadership thing. Let's and they keep right uh, talking about how – about. The vision, how mm-hmm. important vision is. So I have a question of you. Someone that has the macro and the micro, how often do you have to Come revert on. back to the bigger picture? That is so is good. Is this a daily thing? Is this a, man, you get hit and it's like, man, maybe I should look at that vision again. Is it up mm-hmm. on your wall? Because like, um, like you said, it because it, if if it's not there, mm-hmm. we, won't, we, we won't embrace the inconvenience. Because right. what you just said, I think, really hit it. it. It was the fact that if you have the macro, the bigger vision, you'll embrace the inconvenience. Mm-hmm. But on. if not you'll you'll take shortcuts yeah
2: you'll take shortcuts for me personally um i have i guess my vision and whatnot written down but it's gotten to a place where it's more so ingrained on my heart you know what i mean where it's just like it almost becomes like second nature and not even just speaking about just like the coffee business you know what i mean but like i was saying um earlier where holy spirit had told me that it's not about me. It's about generations. Right. Well. You know what I mean? And like I think about it. I'm just like, yo, imagine how much we can actually affect and have an impact on this world if like kingdom finances, you know what I'm saying, wasn't like an issue, like it wasn't a problem. You know what I mean? Like Come on. if I wanted to build um a homeless shelter, yeah, I, I could do it. You know what I mean? If I wanted to build an orphanage, I could do it. Right. it or, or think about this from a kingdom perspective, right? Where you see... Um, a whole city, a whole region changed because the church is able to build businesses, not only not only to give people jobs, but let's say you, you get people off the street or people that, that just haven't been introduced to the kingdom, right? Right. And you bring them through a process of just healing and just, you know, whatever it might be, restoration. And instead of saying, yeah, we'll help you find a job, it's like, bam, I can give you a job. Ooh, you know what I mean? Um, and, you know, just things like that. It's like when I think about those kinds of things— um, which I believe some of that stuff, like, the Lord is calling me to. Come on. uh, Bigger than just coffee, bigger than just uh, a brand, you know what I mean? Like, generational stuff, you know what I mean? When you have those kinds of things, like, it's easy to be like, okay, you know, I might take this hit today, but it's all right. Like, I'm going to keep on trucking. I'm going to keep on pushing. You know what I mean? Um, And it's it's a really – Trailblazers, you know what I'm saying? When they're cutting through the weeds, when they're cutting through that stuff, you know what I mean, and they get cuts here and there, you know, it's because they're trailblazing. You know what I mean? And so it's like I think we have to actually prepare ourselves um, when God calls us to do a thing to know that like we're going to get hit, and that's okay. That's that's fine. what I mean that's all right. You know.
0: So you guys know Nate. um, uh, He always quotes uh, the movie Moneyball, where Mm -hmm. he talks about um, like, hey, someone's got to go through the wall first. And he goes, and the first one through the wall always gets bloody, Mm -hmm. you know? And I I think both of you guys, the the biggest thing is you saw the bigger picture. Like, I know for me, so with the college thing, real quick, so I eventually got my degree. Yes, you did. Um, But like you said, I I was thinking about it, like, okay, after hearing you guys talk, like, what, what got me through that was I saw the bigger picture. Yeah. I saw which was, one, I'm God's son, so I am smart. The other thing was... I knew, I know I was supposed to marry my wife, Kristen, mm-hmm. but, but I felt God was like, you will never get her if you don't finish your degree first. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> man. <sighs> so anyways, it was through that, like I said, I saw the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. It was worth it. And like, man, it was, it was a growing process. But through the process, the inconvenience, because mm-hmm. I have to admit, so the time I left for college... I think it was right before you kind of came into the union. Mm-hmm. I and, remember, yeah. Um, like the re- union was popping, you know, mm-hmm. with Nate and Brian and Irwin, all these amazing people. And yeah. God's like, "Go to school now." <laughs> no, like, no, it's great now, you know. You know, inconvenience mm-hmm. came knocking. Come on. But, oh yeah. But I, like I said, I recognized his voice, and I saw the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And look, now I'm in a room with you guys. Yeah. I'm back here doing yeah. this podcast, I think, I think so many of us are robbed because. We we fully don't believe in the macro. Mm-hmm. We fully don't believe in the bigger vision. Mm-hmm. Do you have moments of that still? Like, I don't think you do anymore. But when you first started off, like, I, I mean, I know we kind of talked about it, but I, I, I really want to hit, like, the discipline of, like, let's break it down like this. If someone's watching this, mm-hmm. what are what are three things you would tell them That's good. that has a dream? Someone's watching this and going, I have a dream. I have this thing, but I am I am scared beyond anything of taking steps. Yeah. Like, what, what, if you were to name, I don't know, what do they say? The top three things business. <laughs> so, you're at Forbes magazine. Someone's reading <laughs> your thing. The pressure. Come on. <laughs> come on. So, <laughs> what, what would be the top three things? Top three, um, three things.
2: Okay. I would say the first thing is faith. Um, faith with works. You know okay. What I mean?
0: Break that down, though. Yo, faith. take like, the roof off faith. Take yeah, the roof so off faith.
2: Let's say, um, if God has given you a dream, if God has given you a vision, right, and God has has spoken to you, or even um, let, let me not say spoken, if you if you sense that He's mm, He's, he's leading you in a direction, you know what I mean. Um, it's trusting wholeheartedly in God's ability to to see it like into its completed thing. You know what I mean. That's good. The, um, trust, the trust, the trust has to be there. You know what I mean. The trust has to be there. Second thing is always seek wise counsel. Um, one thing that I recognize is that there are people that have done this, and it might not be mm. specifically the the whether it's business, whatever it might be, a creative thing. It, it might not they might not have done that specific thing, but they have done a lot of things. You know yeah. what I mean? Good, and pop. so, so um, I remember one of my mentors. Uh, she was telling me um, around around when I first started being in communication with her. And she was saying, "Listen, um, I'm going to tell you to not. Well, I'm going to. I would advise you not to do a certain thing. Obviously, it's your. You know, it's your life. You can make the decision if you want to make the decision. But what she was saying was like, I've hit my head on this thing so many times, and so because I've gone through it, I don't want you to go through the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and so then, so teachable.
0: Got to be teachable. teachable. So yeah,
2: good. being teachable. Um, so the first one faith the second one being teachable um in the last one you have to take a risk Ooh. that's scary yeah but you know every every major business every uh, um, business that is impactful and is making a change in this world started off with an imagination and then that imagination um got put into action you know what i mean right but you have to take a risk Mm -hmm. um and that's where you have to put in the perspective of macro and micro versus just situational gotcha you You know what i mean
0: big picture to the what's step one Mm -hmm. by the way what was your step one you have this dream did you have the (laughs) name first or did we like i'm gonna buy mugs or i'm gonna buy beans i'm gonna buy
2: yeah i uh i started um first step was uh I wanted to get an LLC. And so I was like, okay, if I get an LLC, that means I have to find a name. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was searching, 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 searching and um, was looking up a bunch of different names. And
0: Can we, can we, can we know some of them? <laughs> what, were some of the, what were some of the ones that didn't make it?
2: Uh, um, White Lightning? I no, was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Brown Thunder or something. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, one of the ones that didn't make it was Aroma Beans. Aroma okay. yeah. Beans. That's so good. Aroma Man. Beans. It was good, but I went to the... Uh, um, and they to, had it? To get the uh, domain for it, and it was taken already. Sad even, face. So. Okay.
1: Sad face. So where did Nima come from? <laughs> That's yeah. a crazy story. Wait, wait. Say so, Nima. Say Nima. Nima. Uh, you just have a this boy popping in. Your that's heart. all I know. It's in man. your heart.
0: <laughs> yeah, you right. know,
2: it's it's crazy, man. But so um where I got Nima from was actually my mentor. She was like, Okay, well, um go back to your roots, you know, mm. and just like what's in there that you could just like use, you know what I mean? And I couldn't find anything. <laughs> you know, I couldn't find anything. Um it just out of nothing was just clicking. And I was just like, Man, Lord, like I just I need like grace. I just need grace right now. Right, so I was like, okay, let me just look up grace in different languages. Come on now, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I looked up grace, and actually, there was a coffee shop um, on the other side of Manassas called Jirani. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah, And Jirani is Swahili for friend. So I was like, what is Swahili for grace? Nima.
1: What is that? What Nima means?
2: Yeah, Nima is
1: grace. So you're saying I'm drinking. I'm drinking grace. I'm yeah. drinking
0: My, God. my God. God. Wait, wait,
1: real quick, real quick. You know, we got to do this. <laughs> Take the roof off grace. I need to know yeah. what <laughs> grace what is grace? on
0: religious Papa K, break it down.
2: So I would say grace is, to me, the goodness of God. You know, that's to, to me what grace means. It's like mercy means like... I don't bring my judgment on you. Right. Right? Like, okay, let me say this. Um, An analogy was given to me when I was younger, and it really, really stuck with me. So mercy is like, um, okay, I'm not going to give you a speeding ticket. You know, you were just speeding, you know, and you got pulled over from a police officer's perspective, right? But grace is like, listen, you don't deserve this. You know what I mean? Like, you don't deserve a ticket. You know, um, you, you don't deserve to go to jail. But not only that. Here, take my car. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, that's so good. Take my car. Like, you right. have my car to do what you actually need to do. Like, go do wow, what you need that's to do. Good, you know what I mean? And, like, this favor and just, just grace. You know what I mean? Just my that's goodness, good. my kindness, you know, my love, my provision.
0: Ooh. You know what I mean? Um, Man, do you have, like, a, like a tagline or anything? Like, Nima. Cool. Uh, you know how, like, companies have taglines? I I've, I've I've like Folgers like, <laughs> coffee like yeah, in yeah. the like morning. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have? Uh, one,
0: yeah. So
2: I have I, I had a couple, but I kind of like narrowed it down. Um, and you know I think it might I don't know maybe it's safe maybe not. But Grace to Prosper.
1: Grace to Prosper. So mm-hmm. Nima, Grace to
2: Prosper. hmm Ooh, dude, oh, no. Grace to Prosper,
0: and just like
1: dude, just like that, more. Yeah. more life, so man. Much better coming that, out of your morning, yeah.
0: Like, I like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't finish the story. What, what was step one? Oh, that's I, funny. Sorry, guys. Bad, bad. Right. I'm a bad <laughs> host here.
2: So, no. Step Step one was finding the name, and then after I got the name, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do an LLC. Once I got the what, LLC, what's an LLC? Sorry, we're um, do this. LLC <laughs> is a that's limited liability libra- limited liability corporation. Okay, and so it's essentially, um, in the simplest of terms, it's protecting yourself and it's separating you from mm. the entity of your business. Gotcha. That's really good. You know what I mean? Um, so it's protecting you. So, uh, you know, rules and regulations change and whatnot. But essentially, it protects you from, let's say, if uh, somebody wants to sue your business, they're not going to come after your personal funds gotcha. and your personal, nice. you know okay. what I mean? It's the, right. the business. It's a separate entity. Like so that. you got
0: that. You got the name.
2: Mm-hmm. So I got that. Um, got the name. Then I got that. Um, and then I was like, okay, like, I just need to start um, social media. And so um, what I did is... I just, I went on what the social media, um, um, accounts, I guess, or platforms that um, I wanted to really push, I guess, Nema, and so I just started on the Instagram and Facebook, which is where I'm at right now. And then I was like, um, okay, from that step, I need to buy like a domain, a domain name, which is the you know when you see the, like the .dot com or .dot org yeah, yeah. and things of that nature. So I was like, okay, let me um, actually go and make sure that Cafe .dot com is not taken, right? Because um, uh, you know sometimes.
0: You never know. You yeah. never
2: know. Yeah. It can, because what actually people do as for another source of income is they will think of domain names that people could potentially oh, use. Oh, no, they don't. And they would buy them. And then right, bid them off. And then bid them off.
0: That is so savage. You know what I mean? Savvy.
2: Wow. That's <laughs> not great. Yeah. That, <laughs> not, it is that, is that is Selfish. not great. That is not Nemo. That is not know, Disrespectful. Um, or smart. What an
1: inconvenience. Yeah.
2: You know? <laughs> and so um, I went, I did that, and it was cool. And so then um, from there, I registered the name in the state of Virginia. Um, and then... Uh, so you literally like had to learn
0: all these steps. hmm Wow. So well, is, is there an, a NEMA.com?
2: Yep, NEMAcafe.com.
1: My gosh. Wow. And yep. then same Instagram.
2: Instagram, Nima Cafe.
0: Nice.
2: Facebook, Nima Cafe. That's awesome. Man. Um Yeah, I think that's all. That's for beautiful, now.
1: man. Um, Talk about expanding, Papa K. Like yeah. you're doing. I'm so all, proud man. of you, man. Thank that's amazing. You.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um this has been like amazing, dude. Yeah. I mean, this has been an amazing podcast. I'm I'm kinda like shocked right now. <laughs> I can't wait to like take notes from watching this. But um any, any last words or anything you guys want to say?
1: I actually got a question for you, Papa. Sure yeah. Um uh, if there's one thing that would change somebody's life. What, what would you want to say? What's something that you would regret not saying if you got in your car and drove away?
2: It's good. Have fun, man. Oh, come
1: yeah. on.
2: Have Just, fun. That's oh. too simple,
1: Papa. Why? Why that? Have
2: fun. No, that's good. You know,
0: man. like Gosh, tell me why. Wow.
2: God is fun. I think people think God is like this strict. You know judge sitting you know if it feels good stop yeah (laughs) it feels good stop it you know like but it'll say no god 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 is fun you know what i mean and he likes to have fun um and and i i think just like to me there's no point um in really well okay it's a difference between discipline right because sometimes you have to do things that you don't like right. right but at the end of the day um even with stuff that's fun to you you still have to discipline yourself in that right? right but i i would just i would just say like have have fun with it you know what i mean like um just enjoy yourself enjoy those moments with the lord you know what i mean mm. be mm. honest with the lord you know just here's the thing man <laughs> and actually i think that led to this so um a lot of times we try to compartmentalize God mm, in good. our lives yeah. but it's like yo he wants to be a part of everything. everything. Come on. You know brother. what I mean? Like everything, every step of the way, like he wants to be involved, you know. Beautiful. Um and so I would say yeah, just have fun and just like do life with God. You Come know on. what I mean? Like he really loves you and like he really really wants you to prosper. He wants your soul to prosper, you know what I mean? And then um
0: I guess um yeah.
1: It's beautiful, Papa. Thank I you. I you love it. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Have
0: fun. I know, like, like Ralph and I, like, we we were like wanting to start this podcast, and it was like, like, what was the root of it? It was like we said it, it was was to have fun, have fun and to become each other's biggest fans. Yeah. yeah. And like, dude, this is this is our second one, and like, I'm so happy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> me too.
1: So, uh, so my last question for you guys is: Do you guys feel like we took the roof off expansion tonight? I think we did.
0: I nice. think we took a lot of roofs off. Yeah, I like think it. Rafa, he's like Mister Dictionary because <laughs> yeah. you know, he, I, I, I it's so funny. I take certain words for granted, and then mm-hmm. when he says it, I'm like, oh, and they bring such a perspective. So I think yeah. this is this is extraordinary. What I think what Thanks what job, just man. happened here, and uh Papa K, thank you so much you for for, for coming. You're so welcome, it's man. like what time is it now? Like 11:30. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's uh, it's gonna be eleven, so wow. it's late. None of you are fathers. I am. I need to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Nima Cafe, uh, NemaCafe.com. So he's got his um, beans, beans coming out. So beans by the time this out. airs, yeah. you should be able to go up and get it. So yeah, um, thanks beans. again for coming. Yeah, so
1: choo choo, any last words? Uh, I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. Papa K, thank you for your time. Thank you for being, and you're impacting generations. So I just want to encourage you that if Papa K ch- touched your life, feel free to comment, like, subscribe, follow him, uh, just so he knows that he's actually doing what God is telling him to do, impacting generations. Thank you guys for your time. We love you. And thank you again for supporting us. We love you.
0: Yeah. We'll see you next time. Have a good night, day, morning, whatever time you watch this. Let's go. I don't know if people watch the podcast. (laughs) All right. Love you guys. Love you. Love you guys.